<laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Rise and Scan. Uh, yes, we're good to go. Apologies about last week. I was man down and uh, Hugh couldn't really raise because he was off doing an adventure. Um, yeah, so apologies for that. But we'll get back into it. Hugh's at a... He's he's off been off enjoying himself, so he doesn't actually know what's been happening in the news. <laughs> so last night he has to catch up on what's happening. So, however, you're probably still more more well informed than I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I literally had, when you, you were mentioning some things yesterday when we were talking, and I literally had no clue. And then I I looked them up. And I thought, oh my God, I've got no idea about this. But because I was I switched off. From yeah. from that wasn't you know I wasn't completely switched off from tech I was I was checking in every so often on my phone but not all the scroll time yeah you're not doing scroll yeah, I, I didn't have the time so um, Isn't yeah. that good, but, but also interestingly it, no it, that is good that is good mate yeah. it's good happy but I wasn't bothered by the fact I missed these stories other than for, for this yeah you know which what, I mean what does that say about half the information we consume right. That's what I'm saying. Apart from yeah. this information, apart from this right now that people are conceiving, this is gold dust. Absolutely. Gold dust. It's golden as your hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there were quite a few things to talk about. I think we decided we're, we're going to start with, do you want to start with uh, your man Mercer and what he said? Is that what you want to start? You just want to start with uh, Farage, didn't you? Yeah, you no, said we can Farage. start with Mercer. We can start immerse if you want. Because okay. um, I wasn't really tracking the one that you saw because you pay more attention to him than I do. Because you know Well, I don't follow them, the pair of them, him and Mrs. Mercer, like a geek. But, you know, yeah. I tend to, I think I'm more emotionally invested in them than others only because I've met them. Yeah. As, as in, met them for significant lengths of time and I've probably got as far as to call them friends, but not yeah. close friends. Um, whether they would do the same thing back, I don't know. It's that guy for the podcast. keeps interviewing us. Um, anyway. Yeah. Mercer. So Mercer hit the news yesterday, partly because of the comments, partly because of comments he said that were picked up by others, and partly because of Carol Vorderman jumping on and giving him more, more, more attention as well, of all, yeah. of all the people. Of all the people. Um, but he basically was giving an interview to Kay Burley. And he said that he, he did say this. So people are saying that Kay Burley's mis, uh, has misrepresented what he said. He did say, so it was in response to a question she asked. They were talking about poverty in the military. Yeah. Um, people being skinned. You know, lots of people in society are skinned. The military is a part of society, and lots of people in the military are skinned. And there's been reports of military people and families having to use food banks to be able to get by. That's how dire straits are, as there are other people who are dire straits that way. Mercer, at a point in the interview, was asked, uh, was, it was suggested by Kay Burley, that, and this was a, a words more or less, uh, it's not, it isn't, surely it isn't people's decision to use food banks. He said, people's decision. Prior to that, they've been talking about specifically about the military. Yeah. Mercer said, yeah. it's a personal choice. Then she said, it's not a person. People, surely people's decision to use food banks is not a personal choice. It's people's decision. It sounds like now she's talking about general population. And he said, he basically said, no, in his experience, that is the case. 
apart from some dire cases, there are, you know, most people, it's a personal choice to use it. They don't have to, to get by. Yeah. Being construed as very, very divisive comment, wrong to say, uh, and, yeah. The key part of the sentence is in his experience, isn't it? Like, that's, that's quite a key part of the sentence that he replied with. In his experience, because he's talking about specifically his experience as a commander within the military. That's what he saw with his blokes. That's the way he would speak. Yeah. At first, I was, I did think, Christ, that's a bit of an arrogant thing to say. Yeah. It's, uh, it's probably not, well, you might say it's probably not correct um, because. People are struggling everywhere, and surely part some of those people must be in the military. And 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 although, see, I got a as you have, I got friends in, and I've got one guy who's uh, who's he's in the navy, and he's he's well versed, well knowledge, and well connected in terms of welfare. And I said we were discussing this, and I said to him, "What is the situation there?" Because he went, he was. Very anti what Johnny said. It's yeah. completely wrong what he said. There's a lot of people. And in this guy's <clears throat> experience, there are many, many families, many people haven't used, oh, not necessarily haven't used Uber, but they are in a really poor, really bad place. And there aren't enough, there aren't the correct provisions in place at unit level for whatever, this isn't all units, just because you know, the, yeah, st- yeah, the yeah. standard is from unit to unit based on, purely based on the capability of the welfare office yeah. or the attitude of the welfare officer. You know, for example, and but in this guy's experience right now, um, lots of people are struggling. The the, the units they're in, involved with are, either aren't handling it correctly or don't have the provisions in place to handle it. And so, a lot of the times they they are pointing serving military per- so serving people are pointing serving military personnel to charities to get fit that which that's not right. The thing is, you can look at this in two ways, right? It, Standard employer, like my employer, your employer, anybody's employer, standard employer. If I'm skinned right now, that employer is under no obligation to say, "Hey, we're going to give you, we'll give you some food, we'll give you." Yeah, it's a, yeah, and under no obligation to have their own welfare in place to support you. They have an obligation in place in some terms in terms of welfare, but there is a limit to that. Yeah, because the attitude is, well, if you're skinned, that's your fault, Sonny Jim which we all know isn't always the case. Most of the time it's the case, but it isn't always. The military's a different thing, though. The military's a different thing. And I think they should have in place the provisions to, one, deal with financial hardship or any hardship when it presents itself, but two, have a system in place which minimises the risk of falling into that hardship. You know, you're taking in military... I'm not sure if this is the angle you want to go down, but you're taking no, in... Don't worry, Rob. Within a military environment, in the UK anyway, you know, where because different you, countries have different models where some countries you're not even there the whole, the whole time, you can go home every evening, it's just different things. Yeah. In the UK, you join up 16, 17, 18, right? It's probably the first significant thing you've ever done. Um, and you are there 24 7, at least for the first six months, 12 months, right? Or six months, eight months, 24 7, apart from some exceptions, leave and stuff like that. And for the rest of it, you're pretty much there. You live, eat it, leave it, breathe it, that, that job. Yeah. So I think we have more of a responsibility to develop you personally as well as professionally. You know, financial advice, 
family advice, flipping all all of those all these things that a lot of people say should be taught in schools. I think the military should have a should have a responsibility to do it at some level, at some level, planning ahead financially because people, myself, myself included, I had no idea about you know managing my own finances. For example, I was in no idea about planning ahead, about the importance of savings, about what buying a house is going to entail, all of these little things. So I think, I think from a military perspective, they should be able to support. They should be able to support people in times of hardship. There shouldn't be people in the military who have to go to food banks. Now, I do agree with his sentiment. Well, partly agree with that, that there are a proportion of people who are using food banks in the UK now and in the military who it is a personal choice. Because it but because it makes their life easier. If they can go to a food bank and get food, why go and pay for it? But they could get by without the food bank. But they're choosing to take advantage of a situation because they can. <laughs> why not? And why not? going to make your life a little bit easier if it means you can put more pocket money in your kids pockets great if you can save a little bit more in, your, in, in, the, in the bank great because you can use the food banks if you can you know if you're able to uh put more fuel in your car so you can do xyz because you've got the food bank and didn't spend 20 quid on food then what why not do it but there are definitely people who it is not a choice they have no choice but to go and do that yeah. what's your thoughts on it all? I don't, I, I don't know, I was just thinking through, just there, as you were talking. I, I, I kind of get where you're coming up with the, the responsibility to look after people thing. As in, like, for young, very young people when they join the military, yeah, fine, okay, some sort of education about how you need to squeeze other way and whatever. But I'm not sure that we should be any different to anybody else in terms of being looked after. So when you, you said there should be something in place to stop people who are in the military having to rely on food banks, you know, but, but actually like, hey, if you know what I mean, there shouldn't be a thing where we have, oh, well, fucking private so-and-so's on some sort of welfare thing, and so we need to do this for him. I don't think that's, I don't, I, I don't like us being treated specially. And that's the problem because if you're doing the only reason to treat especially is because it's service, and if it's service, then every fucker who's in some form of service profession can turn around and go, "Well, I need to be looked after now. Why are you special?" So, if we went down that road, we're going to have everybody doing it. So, but it is very different, guys. It is very different. So, apart from all the experience side, and I've lost you. I'm in the. I'm in I've my lost your connection. Job, right, and I'm. Well, no, you're back. You're back. Go on. Yeah, I'm in this. I'm in my civvy job. Yeah, right? and I'm not happy. And I'm going. I'm not getting enough money to be able to survive. Yeah. yeah. I choose to leave for a better opportunity. Yeah. In the military, you cannot. It is illegal. It is illegal. You've got to go through the sign-off process, and I've got another six months, nine months, twelve months of pain. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to leave. They can stop me leaving camp if they want. Yeah. No. It, it, like some, it is extremely different. They exert this level of control over you, right? Which I understand why. I'm not complaining against it. But if they're gonna be in control of you in such a way, in, in this, in, in this, in control in this way, they should have a responsibility to ensure that personally 
you are as best off as you can be because of all the lack of normal life experience you're getting because of the way their job is. Because of the way the job is. I don't agree. I didn't think you would because I know yeah. you're a miserable bastard. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't, I, you don't have... I know like we also like we try and look after families in the military and all that, but the reality is you don't fucking have to. So if you if so and so hasn't got any money to feed himself, then you go to the scuff house and someone will fucking feed him. There's no responsibility at all to feed the family. You're paid to do a job. You've been paid for it. I'm not saying the pay's fucking mega, but you've been paid for it. We don't have responsibility to feed your family. We don't. They're not serving. And I know they're like, well, we do serve because you go like, well, yeah, I get it. You've got to be cool about it. And it's a fucking ball. They've been a much family. But it's not the same thing. But no, when you've got a lack of options, right? Because what, what the military, because what the because the classic, if it was employ, if it was an employer, yeah. the classic would be, if you don't like it, leave. Yeah, I know. Don't I find something better. But they're going to say, yeah, you, you don't like it. You don't, if you can't afford to family, you go to the scoff house. So, but, so, but that's not, say that again. So you're saying, your point is that because you can't just fucking bid it and leave and go, right, fuck this, not good enough, I'm going. Because you can't do that, then it's different. And it is, like, it is different, but I don't, I just, I don't think that... I just don't think it's the responsibility of an employer to look after anyone than the, per than the person they're employing. And if you're saying, okay, fine, I'm going to stack it, I'm going to get out of here in a year, like it's not like you're going to leave tomorrow and walk into a better job. I, don't, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't agree. <laughs> Let me give you an example. You, okay, you give me that you can't employ the military. The military is an employer to any other employer. You can't do it for the, for the reason the reason I've just said. Okay, it's not possible. Let me give an example here, right? The, let, you're a family. You're living in um, your family. You're living in somewhere where your family. You're living in Mid, Mid Wales, and the wife is working. Yeah. or was working. Uh, it, sorry, the wife is not the serving person. I should say. Yeah, yeah. Husband serving. The wife is working. They have they have a couple of kids, and everything's fine. And the wife. For whatever reason, let's say, let's say fucking COVID or some other reason, uh -huh. wife loses a job, isn't able to go back to employment because she can't get employment, or circumstances have changed, medical circumstances have changed. For example, I don't know. Yeah, right? yeah. And cannot, in fact, let's say she can't get another job because there's no jobs to be had where they are. Yeah. Like literally, and you get this from different parts. Yeah, yeah, different, yeah. different, right? It just isn't the availability of jobs. What he is being paid now doesn't support them. They've got to stay in that area because that's where he's posted or that's where he's based. And he can't leave 9 12 months. So they've got no money. They've got no money. She can get unemployment support from the... She can get unemployment support from the government. Yeah. Right? Uh, they've got no savings, let's say. They've got nothing to... Or they've used their savings up now, trying to get themselves through, and now they've got no money. And they can't afford... They can't afford necessities, like putting enough food in the table for the family. Yeah. They can't afford, let's say, fuel. They can't, they haven't got any close family members they can borrow money from. The banks won't lend them money. They can't get money from anywhere else. They're literally on their ass. Yeah. 
and he's serving. Yeah. Through no fault of their own, they're now fact. Right? And he so he has an opportunity to go another job, maybe, or he knows he's in a trade where he can leave and get another job and do well. He can't leave. Not allowed. They are stuck in that situation. They can't get out of it. Because he's beholden the employer. He's not allowed to leave. Right? Then you couple that with the additional pressures and stress that the military puts on a military family anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know military people. The families know what they're getting into when they get married and all that, but still. They put a lot more pressure and stress on. They're allowed to do a lot more things to the family unit than what employers are. You know, if you're an if you're if 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 an employer turned around to me and said, "Yeah, you move into Australia and you and your kids are going to go with you," I'd be like, "Great." My kids won't come with me, by the way. They're not able to come with me because school, because their mum lives in the UK, and so the employer go, "Hmm, yeah, that's a bit of a problem." And I have the opportunity to leave. Military you don't get that. You can fight, you can put up a case and say, ah, that's not going to be great for me to move to Otterburn or the fucking Outer Hebrides, not the Outer Hebrides, but similar point. So again, on that, I think there should be more of an onus. But back to the point about the family with no money, yeah. through no fault of their own, right? What are they supposed to do there? Well, if they're not going to get any support from the military, yeah. what are they supposed to do? And you well, can't leave the military. But aren't they in exactly the same situation? So I let's just turn this around. So, Instead of having the serving person, so you got to say it's the same family, except that the the guy, it could be the girl, doesn't fucking matter, but one of the parents has a job. They took it. If it yeah, maybe they're fucking for whatever reason. The chances of them being employed somewhere else. So you're you're saying basically there's no jobs for the wife. They've got to stay around that area because of they've only got to stay around the area because of the military. Okay, yeah, so. How in reality, in like real fucking life, how easy is it to just go? Like most people, once they've got a job, can't really leave it, can they? If they're supporting a family, it's an irrelevant point. No, no, it isn't an irrelevant point. It's not. No, it is because no, it is because you can't. Because because you can leave the military early. That's not true. You can leave the military early if you go and say, "Look, I want to sign off." You sign off. You can then apply for early release. If you can get another job somewhere and you can prove you've got... Because I've fucking done it. If you can prove you've got a job somewhere else, they will give you early release. And you can play no. all sorts of... They don't have to. I know they don't have guaranteed. to, but they can do it. If you can prove that your welfare case or whatever, the, the, for these reasons you need to go, they'll let you do it. Because I've done it. So it's not... It isn't as cut and dry as fucking... Right, I, fucking, I hate this, I'm going in a year. You know what I mean? It's not. I'm not saying they're exactly the same. I'm just saying they're not as different as you're saying. You know what I mean? You can do it. So I would. I would argue that if you are in a job that you find it really fucking hard to get, you're really fucking lucky to get it. Your employment prospects elsewhere aren't great. Your missus can't fucking get a job. You're struggling. The difference there is that if I go into my factory job and say, right, I'm fucked can't afford anything, whatever, that factory's going to go, yeah, and? Whereas the military will go, okay, fine. We'll fucking, don't you don't go home, you don't go home. It's something stupid, like, you don't go home and eat. You come into the, the scuff house. That type of thing. They'll do those sorts of little things to look after you. So I don't, I just don't think we're as hard done to as we say. 
I just I don't like I don't like what are you treated differently. What? I don't think we have the responsibility to do it. I think that it's the same, guys. It's not the same. I'm not saying it's exactly the same. I'm saying right. it's it's different enough it's... not to be the same. <laughs> <laughs> there should be provisions in place in the military, right? And yeah. I'm pretty sure there are in the in the well, in, well, not the web, but I think yeah. you know, to be able to not permanently, but to be able to support families directly. Yeah. Via the military uh-huh. directly in times of hardship, it should be not signposted. No. That's what I think, because it's a more difficult situation to get out of if you're in the military than if not. Right. Yes. What are we going to talk about next? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's an interesting. It's a difficult one. It, this one, yeah. it'd be good to see what people. People think I just think there's just a lot of react if you if you if you fucking served, you know if I you know for a fact, and this is like just from knowing you've knowing the fucking blokes, like if you have a situation where the military will go, we will take this problem from you. The blokes will go, yeah, no dramas, see you later. Take it, take that problem from me, look after me. And then when they, they fucking will, and then when they leave, it's well, I don't know how to do this because the military used to do it for me. I'm not saying they won't. I'm saying if you're going to provide something that can make people's lives easier in whatever circumstance, yeah. you know, uh, um, then the, you put checks and balances to place in place to make to try and reduce the risk of getting your eyes ripped out by blaggers. Yeah, but I would, I would suggest that that's probably, like you said, I would suggest that it's just unsignposted and that actually exists already. If someone's in absolute shit state, you're going to get looked after. But if you just go, we have this fucking scheme then the blokes will just get hammered by their missus. The sack who sat on the pad going, right, I'm skins. Well, fucking so-and-so's wife, their, their family gets a load of money from the welfare officer. We'll fucking sort it out. You know what I mean? That's what will happen if, if it's like this proper scheme thing. You have to have it as this little covert, right, fucking so-and-so's in shit state. We need to sort him out. And that's not so bad. That's fine. And I'm not totally against the whole sort of military family thing and we're all in this together. I just, I just don't like any situation where People want to be treated differently because they do a specific job, whether it's a special job or not. And it's a very, you know, because you will, you'll get. But then you get. It's down. not about. Because, like I said, it's not about the. It's not about the job, though. It's not because of the job, right? Ignore what the job is. It's about the circumstances that they're put in because of their of their employment. It's not that the specific job, because of the circumstances. No, but I'm not saying that. But like, right? So, it's just uh, things that sound good on paper don't always happen the same in reality. And if you find out for whatever reason, let's let's just say that what you're saying is right. And yes, we have this this thing where the military gets looked after because we're different. Next week, it's fucking firemen. Next week, it's the police. Next week, it's the fucking NHS. And then it's bin men. And it's every, and teachers and everybody else who fucking serves in some, who, if you can argue that you you lead some sort of service profession that has a detrimental impact to your fucking family because of how your the circumstances of your job, suddenly everyone's in that fucking bucket and we're skint. We're all skint. That's they can leave. what happens. They, they can leave whenever they want. Yeah, I'm, I'm like and, saying, so and, their freedom, and their personal freedoms can't be restricted, and they can't have the, and they can't lose their weekends, and they can't have the leave taken away from them. And they and they can't. Well, can. away you, can have, you can have leave. You can have like leave denied. 
Well, if you try, if you try and go, if you try and take some holiday when you're not allowed to take holiday, in extremis. But at the minimum, you, at the minimum, an employer has to provide you 20, 22 days a year at minimum. Yeah, yeah. At so minimum, you have to be able right? to do it in a certain not, amount of time. It's not the same with the military. Yeah, but they, they, I'm saying I'm not saying they're completely the same. I'm just saying what will be argued, and your point won't fucking matter. Can you imagine this actually happening in reality? When people go, well, actually, you know, we take the leave off them sometimes, so uh, the NHS can't have their food, uh, their family's food paid for. It won't happen. That that's just not reality. That argument wouldn't work. Say that, say that again. Okay, so you're you're basically saying because you can like these things, and this is not in a perfect world. This is in a a world. This is in reality. But the way things actually happen with humans who are fucking bellends. If I was to make the argument that actually the military needs to be looked after and be given special treatment, different treatment, because their personal freedoms can be taken away in whatever way. So, yeah, maybe you don't get leave and maybe you have to go do your fucking job and go to war. Um, because of those reasons, that's what makes us different to the NHS. Well, that's what makes us different to the police or fire service. I'm not slagging anybody off. I'm just fucking, we're just talking about service professions. Are you going to have it that if a doctor goes in and say, right, well, I I was finished my job. I finished my my shift, but I've been working so-and-so hours. I had, I had all these family commitments I wanted to go do, but actually my job required me to stay. Is that not my personal freedom has been taken away? I know it's not exactly the same, but the circumstance, circumstances are different, but the, the reality is the same. I was going to go home and live my life at the end of my scheduled hours and I have to stay because my job required me to stay why don't I get looked after as well those are the arguments you'll get hit with it sounds to me like you're okay with us being treated differently because of the job in some aspects but not in the other like which well there's loads of stuff that we treat differently because of the job that like literally legislation Okay, no. give me some examples of things that you think I'm talking about. Uh, I think I'd be okay we with. Are British military exempt from uh, human rights law when we're, serving, when we're on operations. How? Yeah, but because that's a necessity of the job. That's what? That's a necessity of the job that you couldn't function yeah, without. But the, it doesn't, so, yeah, but so is being posted to Ottoman. So is being posted to fucking Bazinborn. Yeah. So is and, yeah, uh, losing I think I agree with that. I think I agree with that. And well, I would say that the, the yeah, doctor, yeah. in the example I'm using, the doctor who's had to stay over, that's, an, that's a requirement of his job as well. I'm saying that you don't get the treatment to. because no, it it's a requirement he, though, isn't it? You don't have to. You know what? Uh, you hear me out a second. If he chooses not to, does he go to jail? No. You do in the military, guys. If you don't follow an order, right, or if you decide to go fuck this, I'm off. You go to jail, guys. This is why. This is the point I'm making. Yeah, but I don't you go think, to fucking jail. I don't think. The, and and on on the extreme end, the human the human rights act on the extreme end. Every single person, every single person, falls under that under that under that the protection of that of that law. Not as when we get deployed overseas. Not as. I'm not saying, oh, boo-hoo, that. The point I'm making is we get treated very differently. Lives are very different. And we are at disadvantages a lot of time because of it. And advantages a lot of time because of it, because of the job. 
some of the disadvantages should increase the responsibility on the military as an employer in agree. some ways. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> I don't agree. Let's let's let's, let's part let's part this one because okay. we got part this in like. Yeah, well, I, I think we're presenting decent sides of the argument on both yeah. sides. Let's see what people think on this yeah. one. I think really it's a nice idea. One. I think it's a nice idea. And not, no, you I don't. don't. I do. No, it is a nice idea. But I, I don't I think in practice it would go to shit overnight, and therefore we can't do it. No, it's as simple as something like this. Family in hardship, the unit is obligated to provide food food tokens. Fucking two hundred pound of two hundred pound Tesco tokens. Yeah, and like I said, so you, you can get fuel or food. That's yeah. it. And like I said to you, overnight the whole fucking unit will be on it. That's what will happen. Only, only if the right fucking checks and balances aren't in place to sort. Yeah, because they work. They check. work really well in the military, don't they? Checks and balances. We have real quality. They do it all. Yeah. They have check and weapons. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, you <laughs> horrible, horrible, heartless, heartless bastard. No. Um, what are we going to talk about next? Your mates, Farage. I did not start. I started off Mercer, didn't it? Yeah, we like, started with Mercer. Yeah, exactly. But that's what always happens with this. We start off with like something we want to talk about. We end up somewhere else. Same subject, but I think we were talking about Johnny Mercer in particular, weren't we? But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan anyway, so I'm sure he's a nice bloke. <laughs> Um, okay, well, Farage. Yeah, so the Farage thing. Okay, so me old mucker, me old me old mucker, your old mucker. Yeah, yeah. I've I've actually watched that episode. I should watch it to see what he's like. It's all right, but it amuses me. It's similar to stuff we talked about in the past. People, I get tired of the brush simply because of people I've interviewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so does everybody. Oh, interviewed, so fucking interviewed Nigel Farage. Interviewed Nigel Farage. Oh, you must be right wing. No, I fucking interviewed the guy. Yeah. I interviewed the guy. Yeah. yeah. So the story here, and with all these things, it's hard to get fucking proper facts because facts are relative nowadays, aren't they? But the, the gist of this story, I suppose, depending on who you're hearing it from, but the, the facts of it is that Nigel Farage had a bank account cancelled. He had his bank account closed. Now, from then onwards, and he 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 basically he did a tweet about it. He said, "Right, had my bank account closed. They won't talk to me about it. They won't tell me why they closed it. They just closed it." So he and then a couple of days later, this went over a few days, and obviously, lots of people. The reaction to that online was one of two things: one load of people going. Whoa, fuck's sake, what's that happened for? How come? And another load of people going, ha, 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 dickhead, Farage, I hate you, you're uh, everything I hate, and therefore I'm really happy that your bank account's been closed. So there's two reactions. Um, now, then what happened was BBC, they, they, Farage's bank, which is Coots, I think it's pronounced Coots, isn't it? I'm not rich enough to know. But I think a bank called Coots, which is a, a subsidiary of NatWest, it's owned by NatWest. Uh, they are a very... They're a bank for people with money, basically. They have conditions 
So opening an account, that means you, you basically have to have over a million quid and or three million savings, something along those lines. You basically, you, you listening to this probably couldn't get an account. Um, so the BBC spoke to them and the reason that they gave the BBC for uh, Farage's account being closed was that he had fallen without, below the threshold. So, like, say that's a million quid. I think in, in some circumstances it's a million quid. Four below a million quid, no longer meets our, meets our requirements and therefore we close his accounts. And that was like the, the sort of gotcha aspect of it. So the BBC sort of getting a nice little win there. Um, yeah. So, I just, just it, a couple of days later, it then comes out that that wasn't, specifically why it was closed not provably anyway because there's other coots customers who've come on and said look we i've been below that threshold uh plenty of times and yeah I, my account wasn't closed so the, the upshot of it is there's two upshots one there's an issue with coots talking to the bbc to a journalist discussing customers accounts that's a thing this shouldn't be happening uh, and the other one is just, you know, people having their accounts closed for sort of whatever reason, if you know what I mean. Because apparently, Farage apparently, this is what annoys me with it, because we can't really tell. We weren't there. It's, you're just reporting on reporting, aren't you? But he reckons that, because he, he didn't name his bank specific, in the first place, and he reckons he was stopped from getting an account at like, you know, eight, nine other places that he asked once this one was closed. So, you know, pinch of salt, whatever. But I think what it comes down to is two things. One, do we want a situation where people's bank accounts can be closed for whatever reason? Do you have a right to bank or does it come under the, the business? Yes, we can do business with however, whoever we want type thing. And the other one is the reaction that people get online to something that they don't like or something that they like as long as it's happening to someone they don't like and is that fucking something that is an issue thoughts well yeah I've got nothing against banks being able to remove people's accounts yeah they, you know, they, they need to have reasons to protect themselves yeah. and you know, protect themselves legislatively and stuff like that um, and you know, I mean, with coats, if, if they have, if their account has a minimum threshold, and that's their rule, then fucking that's the fucking rule, man. But what Farage has said is that so he'd been banking with them for ten years. Mm -hmm. At no point did they tell him that he had to meet a minimum threshold. Right, this is what he's saying. Okay. So there's never any. Uh, stipulation I need to meet a minimum threshold. So I try to I try to look up when they introduced a minimum threshold that long ago. Yeah. Maybe it existed before I joined the bank and they were just like, yeah, you're Farage, don't worry about it, you fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, but he's saying he never, it was never any minimum threshold um, rule on him uh, and that the money in the account, the level of the money in the account at the point it was closed was pretty much more than he'd ever had in it previously anyway. It was it's been high. 
So why have they never done this in the past? Yeah. If it's a minimum threshold, why have they done in the past? And he also said until he went public, they didn't they didn't offer him alternatives. So they just shut his account, and there was no alternative provided. Yeah. Which that is yeah. definitely wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. because your your point about should you have the right to bank? I, I yes, I think you should because it's such a necessity in getting by in life, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean you've got a right to bank with every single bank. Yeah, yeah. But you should have a right to bank. And there should always be an option. The, the last chance saloon, if everyone else is saying no, a place you can go, a bank you can go, and um, and be able to have money in. Unless you're a certain character, like a fucking terrorist, for example, or something like that. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Um, of, of course, the, the elephant in this, this conversation room was crypto. Right, but we not ignore that for a minute. So yes, you have a right to bank. The thing is here is that similar to what you see goes on in the states, when you're twelve months, twenty-four months off from an election, or things are politically charged anyway for some reason, which they have been here for the last couple of years, yeah, um, and volatile even more so now. It may just may you just see you just see these power players come in and attempts to disrupt opposition or threats to whatever political entity. <coughs> like, the, you know when they run up to an election that all the scandals are going to go out. You have the scandalous headlines. Yeah, yeah. Like, why don't they happen more other times? It's because they're just slinging shit everywhere. They're just slinging shit everywhere. They on them. I can't help but think this thing with Farage, this is, the, this is like a... a a symptom of, of that. This is shit slinging. You've got a situation at the minute where there is a real opportunity here, as you know, mm-hmm. a real oh. opportunity here for a for a party that is not conservative, not Labour, maybe an existing party like Lib Dems or Green Party or someone else, you would think no fucking way normally, or a new party mm-hmm. to step in and take control, which is crazy, right? Farage represents part of that opportunity. Whichever whichever side of the fence you sit on, he is definitely something there. There is, you know, if, if you're going to say, right, who would be involved in something like that if it's going to be, his name would definitely crop up. I can't help but think that this is part of that, part of that. So, and maybe it's that there, there's a certain ide- a cultural ideology at Coots. Maybe there's people in significant positions of power who are, particularly left-leaning, for example, and they've gone, let's get fucking Farage the fuck off our books. Um, maybe it's maybe it's, it's as simple as that. But either way, I think the way it's been handled and treated is, is, is bad. It's bad. They shouldn't be allowed to do it. It's one of those, it's, it's one of those, it's a bit of a grey area, isn't it? Because there's these, because they're, a, they're their own, you know, a private organisation, a private entity, and they have these rules, they don't, they don't have to explain the reasons for what they do, really, when they do something like this. But they fucking should. They should because having a bank account is so critical to your ability to live. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, with the, the... I think I saw somebody online who'd, post, who'd basically gone through... Just gone, what, what's this thing with the how you get an account? And basically gone to try and get an account. And, yeah, I don't fucking gen. But had posted online, you know, screenshots of the application form, basically, where it explains that you have to have this and you have to have this. So that might be a, a thing now to, you know, it might be different when Farage was in. But even then, you know, there were all the customers who uh, came 
online basically saying, I've never hit these targets either, these thresholds. This isn't something that I do. Why is my account closed? Um, so it's like, I'm not saying, you know, I do, you are a business and yes, you can pick your customers to an extent. And you know, there is a regulatory um, issue with the FCA where you have a responsibility to see who you're banking with because you'll go down the toilet with all sorts of fucking money laundering shit. Um, so there is a, a a responsibility there. I think if it's like with any rule, you just want rules to be applied consistently. And when you, you're not applying them consistently, then you have situations like this where it's like, well, actually, is it because of because he's a threat to something? You know what I mean? If there, there wasn't a grey area there, it would be a lot easier. This would, wouldn't be quite such an issue because you'd be able to, you know, you wouldn't be able to point to people and go, "Well, so and so has an account, so and so has an account," and we're we're technically financially in the same situation. Um, I think some people have said that the reason that they closed it was it's the standard thing, isn't it? Oh, we he was taking. We did. We weren't happy with where his money was coming from, where his income was coming from, and everyone, plenty of people, pointing to Russia. And going, oh, but well, he's taking Russian money. So, yeah. But he, he is kind of entitled to do that, isn't he? If he wants to pay, like, RT or something, if he wanted to do an interview with RT or anyone like that, then surely he's allowed to do that. But anyway, I think the, he's a, he's not an easy one to talk about because he... I don't know. He's a, he's a savvy character and... He will probably he'll have seen an opportunity himself here to prove a point. Um, he, he could be bullshitting in that where yeah, he said yeah. he could well be bullshitting. Yeah, yeah. He has been talking. He was a minimum threshold, like you say. He, he knows how to play the game here. Yeah, yeah. And, and and one get attention and two, uh, not ignite is the wrong word, but well, yeah, fire up the people on his side of the fence in term, you know, yeah. anti-establishment kind of folk. Um, yeah, you could be right. He could be bullshitting. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, completely. But I think the thing that irritates me more, and so I just the thing that got me more than that. So there is the sort of I do. You do have to be able to bank somewhere. That should be a thing. Like it should be like a bank of last resort or something. Because let's imagine a scenario. I was thinking about this last night. So you've you've now not got a bank account. How do you do anything? Can you uh, can you onboard the crypto without having a bank account? Um, no, not really, because you have to, you'd have to fear you one, wouldn't you? I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. Unless you're mining, you can't, can you? Unless, you, unless you want to mine Bitcoin, but then you've you know you've got to if you're mining Bitcoin, then you've got to have a fucking electricity account. How do you pay your electricity bill? No, but I wonder if there's a way to cash on board. If there's, if there was a if there's yeah, a way you can to go cash to a cash board. machine, go to a Bitcoin cash machine, can't you? Because, well, I mean. Yep. You can go and put cash no, in the no, machine no. and give you Bitcoin. No, no, no. I mean cash on board. So I got my, my bank accounts closed. Yeah. Because crypto is the bank of anyone, right? Yeah. Well, it could be. So I'm like Nigel Farage. My account's closed. So I've yeah. got to go and withdraw my, I don't know, 40p that I had in there because I have found the minimum threshold. Yeah. And I, and I want to go and cash on board. I can't get a bank account anywhere because – the government has said I'm a complete. It's it's five years from now, and the government said I'm persona non grata. Yeah, and and all my CBDC um, accounts have been closed. I can't receive any money until I've 
apologised for the bad things I said about the government two yeah. days ago. Sad. Right? Um, uh, but so cash on board. And is there somewhere I could go and take my cash, literally, and go, here's cash. Uh, I'd like to have a Bitcoin account, please. Can you do that now? You should be able to do that. You, you should be able to do that. So you go ID. Yeah, KYC. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying just get yeah, I don't have an account. I mean, like, checks and balances there. ID, open an account. Not even that. They should, you should have that ability. Yeah, well, like I said, you can, you can take your cash to an ATM, can't you, and put it into an ATM and get Bitcoin for it. Oh, I didn't know. What, without, without having an existing wallet? Yeah, as far as I'm aware. Oh, I did not know that. Really? Google that Bitcoin ATM. Okay, I'm Bitcoin doing it now. Bitcoin ATM. And I'm fairly sure. I don't think it's KYC'd. I've never done it, but I know you can do it. And, and the reason, yeah, I mean, the reason I'm saying for, for people who aren't aware it is uh, the point I'm making up here is because people are thinking, people who are, aren't crypto versed. Yeah. People think, well, you can't go into the news agents and spend your Bitcoin. Well, you can. You can, you can, you can, there are, you can literally get a debit card that will. That's connected to your crypto account, whatever it is. Maybe not. Maybe it's not Bitcoin. Maybe it's Ethereum, something else. But most commonly, Bitcoin. And you can go into a shop and buy something with that debit card, and, and it converts the Bitcoin to GBP, so you can pay in, in GBP. Or, yeah. You know, that's so. That's very an exchange, though, isn't it? As in, like it, the, that debit card will be owned by an exchange, so like Coinbase or something like that. Is that true? Yeah. Or is it, yeah. So, I think that's majority. I think that's majority of the case. Uh, there must be where there must be ones where it's linked to your wallet, and it just takes a which would be an organisation. It's not exchange, and they take a fee. Well, that must be, be okay. Yeah. If that's the case, that'll be fine. Because like the exchange thing, exchanges are basically just going to be banks, aren't they? So they can be just as susceptible to being to closing your account with no reason than bank, as banks. Yeah. I can't access any of these articles because my employer says crypto websites are not <laughs> on, on my employer's laptop. But anyway, okay, so I don't. I wasn't intended to go down the crypto route in this way. So, like, the crypto is an alternative. So, the, I would say, you know, Bitcoin specifically, it's an alternative for that type of thing. And maybe when this, if this stuff starts happening crazy, that's when we'll start to see a bump with, you know, Bitcoin and people use it for to transact with each other. My my savings now, when I when I save on a monthly basis, my savings go into Bitcoin and they go into Ethereum. And I'm just I'm just just they're just the two different things, right? They go into there, and the sole reason I am putting it into those things, into my you know crypto wallets for those 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 uh, currencies, cryptocurrencies. The sole reason is because if it all goes pay to Tom all goes pear-shaped and I lose access to my accounts for whatever reason, or my bank crashes for whatever reason, I have got something I know I can access and no one can take it away from me. No one. Yeah. My savings are at the minute. You can't fucking come and get them. The government can't come and get them. I know I can spend them. It's like having the cash in my house, except it's more secure. Cash in my house, so it's more secure. You know. I, I know you know this. I'm just explaining it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and it's a long, it's, you know, it's a long-term hold as well. So I'm, I, yeah. I'm not going to be dipping because it's not good if you're going to be dipping in and out all the time, especially at the moment. No, I shouldn't but, be spending um, if you don't have to. 
the, the, the circumstance where you're, spe- you're spending it is the, the doomsday scenario over the night you should be holding it yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think if imagine you're not crypto savvy, or you, you know, you, you don't have a fucking clue, and you get, for whatever reason, your bank closes you down, you haven't got your bank. How, in this cashless society that we're supposed to be moving to, where you know, lots of places aren't accepting cash anymore, whatever, how are you supposed to function? And this is back to the point of like, it, it should be a right to bank somewhere, it should be a, a bank of last resort. You know? Um, some people suggested the post office is that, but yeah, you need a way to receive your pay and you need a way to be able to pay your bills. If you can't do those things, then you can't function in society. It's a way of de like, like the argument becomes, well, there's two arguments. There's why well, you should just behave. You must be a bad person. That's fine. If it, we're dealing with you know, law and not opinion and, and public sentiments, and whims and this week's issue that's fine if that's the case it's law and that's there's no problem there um and the other one is um oh, fuck, i've lost train of thought but yeah yeah so people are like well yeah if you've got to you should request your employer to pay you in cash or via check and they have to do that or whatever well I, maybe yeah fine but try actually doing that in reality you know you try paying your bill in a non-electronic way. Try doing anything in, in normal society and have any sort of normal existence, not using the payment methods like direct debits and all that sort of thing we, we currently use. Yes, it's probably technically possible to do it, but does it disrupt your life in such a way that you can't really have a functioning life properly? Because you're spending all your time trying to pay your bills and hassling people, people going, you know, trying to deal with organizations who don't want you to be paying by check and don't want you to be paying by cash. And these people also have a right not to accept your custom. I can go, right, well, we're not having business with you anymore because you're paying anything else to deal with. Or employers, you say to your employer, oh, I don't want to be paid on payroll like that. I want to be paid by cash. The employer turns around and goes, okay, yeah, fine, no problem. Does it a couple of times and then makes plans to get rid of you because you're a fucking ball like This stuff could happen. It's like, it, it's just, it, it's a really scary prospect that things that we take for granted about functioning in society and that society requires us to have can just be stripped from you. And it, when it's happening in individual cases, no one really gives a shit. But when it happens to the wrong person or you, then you will give a shit. Because that's all I saw on, on, on Twitter. That's all I saw on there was uh, usual suspects just jumping on, not looking at the bigger picture as usual, just jumping on the pylon of fuck rich guy uh, Farage. You know what I mean? Without going, hang on, could this happen to me? Hang on, could this happen to somebody I really like? We, 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 we're so close to it. Like you, to your point, it's like, it's okay now because the goalposts are okay in terms of what we're supposed to do to, to comply. Yeah. I don't mean comply. I don't mean comply in that, in that and I'm saying it in a really nefarious way. We should comply with what the country wants to do, wants us to do, the government wants us to do, if it's good 
for the country, right? Reasonable, you know, yeah. fucking, we should comply with most laws, <laughs> um, or almost all of the laws. We should comply with it. Don't go murdering people. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't speed in a don't speed near schools. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but if those goalposts are shifting, one hundred percent, like you can get arrested, and people have been arrested for voicing opinions. For voicing opinions, yeah, you know, um, uh, for saying women aren't men or men aren't women, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whether you think that's a true statement or not, you can voice that stuff and be arrested for transphobic comments. You can say something as misconstrued as a racist comment, it isn't you're voicing an opinion that just happens to 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 mention a skin color for whatever you're saying, and literally can be arrested or investigated. Because of opinions you're voicing. Mm-hmm. It's fucking madness. It is it is madness. Madness. Yeah. We're in that yeah. situation, but most people don't realise it doesn't impact most people. It doesn't impact most people. And 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 so that creep we're doing to this more authoritarian control isn't being noticed for the most part. And it's not being noticed. And it won't be noticed until it's nearly too late or too late to do anything about it significant yeah because by that point they'll have all the control they want yeah to be able to to be able to squash that whatever part of society comes from that starts kicking off about things yeah and that part of society comes from it won't be the rich people (laughs) yeah it won't It'll be it'll be lower levels, and it sounds really conspiratorial, you know what I'm saying, but it's not. Ten years ago, you could voice an opinion. You could say, "I don't think it's the case that uh, that women um, that that a trans woman should be able to um, let a child breastfeed on it." Yeah. You could say that. Yeah. You could say that now, you wouldn't you wouldn't fare very well. You may not get arrested. <laughs> you probably lose your fucking job. If the wrong person hears it. And makes a fucking makes a stink. Or depending, depending which 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 jurisdiction you're in, constabulary, you may well get arrested. Depending on how many people jump on and start reporting you for voicing an opinion, yeah. who say yeah. it's transphobic comments, and there are laws to 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 protect uh, to protect uh, protect the protected people, protect the characteristics um, against this. And he's just broken, or she's just broken this law by saying that. Why aren't you investigating? Why aren't you arresting him? And then the police, because they've got a weak leader in that constabulary, under pressure, go and do an investigation, get it completely fucking wrong, and then you're arrested because you voiced an opinion. Yeah. Which yeah. isn't even it's not it's not even an opinion like all Jew all Jews are bad and should be murdered. It's yeah. not you know, it's not that. It's I don't think that's the case. It's like a literally a fifty fifty thing. <laughs> it's it, and that's the situation we're in. Madness. Yeah. And it does tie into the whole, yeah, the other episodes we did on uh, the CBCs and UBI. You know, this, this, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again, but it does connect to that. If you have a situation now where, you know, this is the first sign of it. I mean, if you were an absolute tinfoil man, you would say this is just warming up to the normality of it. It's getting pe- people used to the fact that when you say things, you might have your bank account closed and you might there might be financial consequences for you voicing or being a character who is not flavour of the month, saying the wrong thing, people don't like. Just slowly normalising this stuff. Um, so, yeah, if you're 
what a CDBC is and your UBI is no right. It probably will come via private banks, by via retail commercial banks, commercial banks, yeah, retail banks to begin with. That's who's probably going to be handing out the cash. But if it, or if all your financial affairs and all your affairs in general come are held in one centralized location, they all interact with each other. So that and if, if you think about how technology works, instead of it could all be automatic. The end point of this could be that it's all automatic. So I've got plenty of money in my account. Everything's going great. I call Hugh Cunt on Twitter and that gets flagged by, obviously, it's probably a bad example. I won't use that one. Um, I say climate change isn't a thing. I say it's probably, it's probably you know, it, it's not an emergency. I say that. That gets flagged on Twitter by Community Standards. Community Standards is linked to your wallet, and that flag fucking stops me being able to do something, docks me a tenner. All those things are possible. You know what I mean? For that, yeah, for that to happen, I think, I think, what, I think one big change is going to happen, which is a really terrible change, yeah. that'll happen. If it's the case that you use retail banks, the government will say to the retail banks that in order for them to be a part of the CBDC partnership, the scheme. Hey, if you want to be a part of this and and help us distribute CBDCs to the people, which they will do because it'll be profitable for them, um, then you need to follow these rules and guidelines and legislation, these checks and balances that we have in place to make sure that um, CBDCs are being issued correctly and not being misused. And what I mean by that is you need to share the transactional information from people who are receiving the CBDCs with the government. Yeah. And you share that information with the government. Because right now they don't have that oversight. The government doesn't... It, the government would be would, it would be very difficult for them. I mean, they have, have a real decent criminally linked reason to go to a bank and say, I want all the transaction information for Mr. Hugh Care, please. Yeah. But in the CBDC world, I guarantee you, and I haven't read this anywhere, I'm just thinking about it, I guarantee you part of, the, part of the agreement that a bank will have to do is to share all the transactional information with the government about people who are issuing CBD, CBDCs to. How are they using that CBDC money? Yeah. And, that is, yeah. That is, and then that is, I think when that happens, that's the precipice of yeah. completely fucked with the wrong person. Like a dark day, it's isn't it? I mean, it's all connected. To, you're seeing it indirectly now as well. So we only got five minutes left, pretty much. So, and you've got hard outs, haven't you? So, but yeah, you're kind of seeing it already with the ESG stuff. So, the ES, environmental social governance policies that financial um, institutions and business, and it's being sort of pushed down top down from the people with the money. So, these big, these big funds that are able to do all the lending. Uh, You've got this sort of this blending of like the finance, corporate, and governmental fucking world that's a bit, a little bit scary, and all these policies that seem to have popped up, like companies seem to be obsessed with X this month and X this month. All that stuff is ESG, and they have to comply with those things. So there's like going to be. In a uh, yearly report or whatever, there will be quotas for have you done, have you done this? Have you done sustainability? How are you doing with equality? All these things that they have to hit in order to get a green light for funding and to get to keep their businesses going. And it's all a fucking mesh 
of basically controlled behavior and incentives. We should definitely talk about ESG in the next one, I think. All right, let's, um, let's have a proper look into it and do ESG in the next one. Yeah, because I, I know what your opinion on it is, and it, I don't think it's like, it's not, well, it isn't like, in my experience, it's not like that. And it's not the reason it's come about. I would suspect that, this is my, my, my suspicion on it, is that there's nothing nightmarish about it as in set in stone policy rules However, there is. You should probably do this. You probably get the. You probably get this cash if you do this. And yes, get this up. It's there won't be anything official about it. It'll all be wink, wink, nudge, nudge at the moment. Uh, if I mean, it might be that it's all official. But what I'm what I'm saying is, I don't think it's officially coming down from governments and everything. I think it's it's nodes of power talking to each other. That's what I think it is. As in, like... It, 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 it's not where it was born out of. No, no, it's not. But it's, it's where... It's it's a, it was the control mechanism put in place. Was CSI, ESG. Control, control mechanism, I think, was... It starts from... Started from control mechanisms being put in place to... Additional control mechanisms put in place to minimise the chance... Of private, profit-driven entities, fucking trashing everything around them while they move towards bigger profits, smashing everything around them while they move towards bigger profits, basically. And so, it forced companies to pay attention and do good for the the wider uh, things outside of the company. Local communities, national, you know, charitable initiatives, environmental targets, you know, just do 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 good things. Don't trash everything around you in your pursuit of profit. Where it was born out of, yeah. So maybe yeah. Not, it's not necessarily where it is now. But that's the issue. I do, yeah. Being be a good dude should apply to um, companies as well. That's basically what that is. It's just don't be a dick applied to companies in simple terms. But the problem is who decides what a good dude is? Mm. That's where it comes down to. Anyway, let's do a proper one next time. We actually actually do some research and stuff. Yeah, maybe let's yeah, if, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Right, I've got to get into, get into the into the big smoke. Roger. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Have a nice day. I don't have to thank subscribers anymore because they don't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all free no some subscribers do thank you I appreciate it for the high five you give me just for getting up at five o'clock in the morning um, Hugh doesn't get any of that money he just gets to talk to me no I don't no. not bothered you don't not bothered but, um, no I no thanks for listening I like I enjoy doing it. I, I am enjoying doing this because it's forcing me to think and talk about things I wouldn't normally do this is like this is my version of Therapy. Reading the paper and forming an opinion on it. Except I've, I haven't got the paper. I've got Gaz. Yeah. Miserable Gaz <laughs> and his and his hate hate everyone opinions. <laughs> right. See you later. Have a good one. <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs>